Stop trying to find your purpose. When it comes to anything in life, if you are smothering something, you actually have the energy of scarcity around it. just recorded like only like six minutes of an episode of the episode and then I realized that my fucking microphone wasn't plugged in so we are starting again we are jumping into it anyway welcome to another episode of the show there is lots happening behind the scenes as some of you may have seen my new website is live so definitely make sure that you go check it out my old website was made in 2019 so it needed a fucking revamp but this project's been going on for months like longer than I even want to admit. Um, So I'm really glad that it's finally done. It's been quite the work in progress, but I'm very proud of it. Um, And this is just kind of the start of my business rapidly expanding and growing, which brings me so much joy and happiness because obviously I just want to be able to serve more of you. But for those of you that don't know, like with running a business, it's really important to ask yourself the question of, can you actually receive more clients? Like, can you actually have an influx of people coming into your business? And for most people, the answer is actually no. Like you don't have the systems in place. You don't have the people. You don't have the team. You don't have those things in place. So we've been working really, really hard on all of that stuff so that, for example, my book can come out and I can take the influx that will bring and it will help grow the business and it won't like squash the business because I'll be burnt out. So the website was like a really big first step um, and I'm very proud of it. It's absolutely amazing. And for those of you, because I know people will ask, the designer is Kinetic. Uh, kinetic is how you say it. Uh, I think that's right, the, the name. Um, and they're like, if you go to the very bottom of the website page, it will say like designed by Kinetic. So if you click on that, it'll direct you to them. Highly recommend them. Um, they've been fucking amazing to, to uh, work with and everything. Um, so yeah, they're fantastic and they have a whole team and, and whatnot. So that's who I'd recommend because also it's all in one, like the design and the development. A lot of the time you have to go to one person for design, one person for development. And that gets really tricky um, because it's like once the design is done, they just hand it off. They're not part of the project anymore. And that's just like not actually what you want for designing a website. I've done it that way before. I don't love it. And I would recommend doing it the way where it is all in one, the design, the development, and then the ongoing maintenance. You want that all in one with the exact same person or like same company, same team, whatever, so that they know who you are. They know your website. They know how it was built and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So jumping in, um, for those of you that I was saying before previously, I don't even know how this came into the conversation, but um, I loved that you guys left me some episode suggestions on my Instagram stories. Thank you for that. I was just feeling a little bit like creatively blocked the other day, but I knew I needed to get some episodes out for you all. There's been a lot going on behind the scenes and um, we are definitely have look, – it's looking like we're going to have to um, – have a lawsuit with the removalist company. If you saw the move-in situation, you would know if you didn't see the move-in situation. Basically, when all my stuff came from New York City, um, from my apartment in Tribeca to here in Atlanta, to our house that we bought, um, I would say 85 to 90% of my stuff was either broken, damaged, or ridiculously moldy. Um, Like, the I, I didn't actually see a lot of it. Um, my boyfriend did a lot of the unpacking and everything. So, and I was just working and whatnot. Um, and he was just juggling the two things like as in working and doing that. Um, 
and he was taking pictures as he would come across more and more damaged things that he was, as he would unpack boxes. And actually this like all makes sense looking back at it because I would go to sleep and he'd be like, you know, like you go to sleep and it would be like 10 or 11 and he would come to bed at like two, sometimes three, sometimes 4 a.m. Not loving that for him, that is. Um, but I would come downstairs and like the kitchen would be fully unpacked or the living room would be like more boxes would be gone. And a lot of the time things wouldn't be there to show for it. Um, and I was going through the claim pictures yesterday to find a picture for my my new PA. We've also had a new personal assistant or I've had a new personal assistant, which has been an absolute blessing. So you guys might see some stuff from her coming soon. Anyway, um, and I didn't see half these photos. I did not know half this damage. Like I cannot even explain it to you. I was on the phone to my leadership coach this morning showing her the pictures and she was like, Monica, it literally like looks like someone tried to do a science experiment, but I feel like even if you purposely tried to make that damage happen, you couldn't even purposely do it. Like that's how intense the damage is. And I was like, yeah, well, anyway, so that's been fun. Um, luckily or gratefully, how you want to say it, I am not going to be the one dealing with the lawsuit. Um, but you know, when a hundred thousand, maybe more, probably more that dollar, that hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff is like damaged. You like, you're not going to get that through a fucking insurance insurance claim and they're going to want to add depreciation or whatever. And I'm like, I'm sorry. There was one person living in that apartment in New York for less than a year. There isn't like that fucking sofa has not depreciated in value <laughs> anyway. So that's kind of the update on the house stuff, but I will do that episode once everything's settled. And I know that you guys are really excited um, for my mom to come on the podcast, which is going to be great to talk about interior design. And I've written down all of your questions. So they um, have not been forgotten and we will definitely make sure to answer those. Anyway, for today's episode, I want to talk about finding your purpose. I've gotten, I, I get people asking me this question kind of all the time. And I just thought, I don't have a program on this. So let me answer it for you guys in a question. There was another question about this that I had um, like a suggestion of like how to work towards your dream career without knowing what to pursue. So how to find your purpose. Let me first preface, we all know this, but I really want to emphasize this. A man must have his purpose and must feel like he has a purpose. If a man feels like he is not sure what a purpose his purpose is, or he doesn't have a purpose, it is not, I don't want to say it's a red flag, but like, just be aware. You know, if you are starting to date a guy and he's like, yeah, I don't really know what my purpose is, like trying to work that one out. I'd be like, mm, bye. If you are looking for your husband to marry and have kids with. The reason why is that if he doesn't have that first priority of his purpose, he is not going to be able to give to you in a relationship. So just ladies, please remember that men Let's let's ensure that you put your ego aside and you allow yourself to admit if you don't feel like you're on purpose. Because I want us all here to be feeling like we are living out what we are meant to be here on this planet for doing whatever. And a lot of us, we get very caught up caught up in just uh, the social conditioning, the marketing that this is a good job, this is a bad job, this is what I should be doing, this is what I shouldn't be doing. We get influenced by our parents a lot about our career. And if you have been heavily influenced about your career or about what are good jobs and bad jobs your whole life, that is going to subconsciously influence whether you allow yourself to even be open to admitting what your purpose could be. Because your purpose could be an artist, but you've grown up with the idea that like an artist is like not a real job, let's say. Or you could really feel like your purpose is to be a speaker, 
but you're being conditioned of like, well, nobody goes to events anymore. So like that doesn't exist. You've got to be very aware that your conditioning can heavily affect what you're allowing to land and come in to your awareness and into your intuition. So if you um, are trying to find your purpose, but you are rejecting a lot of ideas along the way, or you have a lot of stories about things that is obviously going to limit your openness in your mind. Because like, for example, if somebody told me that this is what I was going to do, you know, and they told me this when I was at school, I would have been like, what the fuck? That's so weird. Absolutely not. Because I still had that conditioning of like, a good job, a sexy job, a corporate job, like what's like a job that's made it, you know, like I always would imagine myself, for example, being in, like I got that, but like in a different way, lol. I would always imagine myself being in like a sexy office in New York City, corner office, all glass, wearing like a sexy fucking suit to work, like a female, like, you know, like a very feminine mm, suit where your ass was great, high heels, like cute bag, just like rocking it, coming into work and just being a fucking boss bitch. That's what I always imagined. Then like, that didn't happen for a very good fucking reason because I discovered my true purpose and gifts. And I think if I did that, I would pull my hair out. If you can work corporate, like my hat goes off to you because I just, I mean, I personally couldn't. But then like, then again, that's because that's not my purpose. It's not my path, if that makes sense. So it's really important that you allow yourself to be open to things that you don't think are your thing. Like if the idea came in of like, I keep feeling like I have this weird feeling that I'm meant to be a musician, but like, that's so fucking weird. Why would I be a musician? Just try and embrace it. Don't try, don't judge it. Don't analyze it. Don't shame it. Like, can you just embrace the ideas that come in? Like when I get ideas for my business or for future things, I don't try and analyze it. I just write it down. I'm like, all right, write it down. Like, I don't have to do anything with it right now. I can leave it there for years if I want to. I have a to-do list from 2019 that is finally getting ticked off a little bit. Like, I have lists beyond lists because I just, I let myself, I give myself permission to write things down and not need to do them or execute on them or understand them in the moment. I allow myself to think big, even if that means I don't know how to do it. Like, I've had some ideas come through of things that I want to be doing, like, you know, in the future with, um, like, for my career and everything. Don't worry. I'm going to always have as business, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but, like, extra things that I want to be doing in my career. And, like, I don't even know how the fuck I would do this. And I have no desire to even start executing on it right now. So I just write it down as, like, a pinned thought for the future. And I allow it to just be a pinned thought because by accepting the ideas that come in, your energy is staying open to the path that's in front of you. If you're constantly rejecting ideas, what you're actually doing is saying, no, I have a path that only, like, I'm only happy to walk down this path. And I guarantee you that path that you have in your head is really the path given to you by societal conditioning, the influence of friends, the media, and your parents. It's true. Like it really is. Like that's much more likely to be the case versus if you're open and allowing the path to come to you and you're just following the path, you're being led by the path. I guarantee you that path is coming through more incrementally based on what you're allowing to come into your awareness and into your, um, what you're just allowing yourself to be open to with the future. So basically, I don't know where I lost myself with that. Someone was fucking outside. Uh, Not actually fucking outside, just like outside making noise. Um, But point being is that you want to make sure that you're staying open to things that you may not actually think are your purpose, if that makes sense. 
ladies, if you are wanting to be a part of Queen Alchemy round 11 starting next year and you need an extended payment plan, it's imperative that you join the waitlist and fill out the form that you get in your emails once you join the waitlist before December because this avail- this payment plan is only going to be available until about December 10th. Um, and then it will be closed. And then you'll only have the normal payment options that I do of paying a full or split payment. So if you know that you need an extended payment plan for Queen Alchemy, it's imperative that you join ASAP so that you can lock in your space and get that payment plan sorted. And then you know that you're good to go. You'll also get early access to the portal um, by joining early. So even if you don't need the extended payment plan, If I were you, I'd be joining early because then you have December and January over that break time to start getting into the content and getting ahead. So when we start doing the live calls, because there's there's a lot of live calls, you don't feel like you get left, um, you don't feel like you get behind because you have done that work beforehand. So just a reminder, if you need the extended payment plan for Queen Alchemy at 11, you need to join now. Sign up to the waitlist below and you'll get an email in your inbox with the form that you need to fill out. And then the rest of the details I will guide you through. And then even if you don't need the extended payment plan, but you would like to get access to the Kajabi portal early so that you can start getting through about 50% of the content before we even start the program, then definitely join now so that you don't get behind um, when we're doing the live program in March. Um, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Okay. And then the next thing that I want to mention to you guys as well, when it comes to trying to find your purpose is that exact thing. Stop trying to find your purpose. When it comes to anything in life, if you are smothering something, you actually have the energy of scarcity around it. So if you're trying to find money, if you're trying to find friends, if you're trying to find the man of your dreams, if you're trying to find new avenue streams in your business, if you're trying to find new clients, if you're trying to find the fucking dress, you won't be able to find the dress. Like how many times have we gone to try and find the perfect outfit for something, whether it's the perfect suit or whether it's the perfect dress and you can't find it. And then it's like when you're not looking for anything, you all of a sudden are coming across 10 million dresses. So I have a rule for me just on that clothing front that when I see clothes I like, I just fucking buy them. Like I literally do. Like I have been buying outfits already for my event in May next year because I'm like, you know what? This is the exact thing that I want to wear. I'm not going to wait till next year. I'm going to buy it right now. I can sit in my wardrobe and then I'll wear it next year. Like when I find a fucking sexy, sexy suit, I'm like bought, sold, the, the end, you know, like no questions asked. So what some people can do is that they can really, really smother this trying to find their purpose. And in the process of, of, of trying to find their purpose, what happens is they actually can't see it because they are, they're actually too in their head and they're too focused on trying to find what they think their purpose is versus allowing their purpose to come to them. I'm going to say that again. When you are smothering your purpose, you are in essence being in this scarcity mindset and you're too in your head. And what you're doing is you are looking for what you think your purpose is rather than looking for what your purpose actually is. Rather than what, sorry, rather than letting your purpose come to you. So we really want to be in this space of like, okay, I'm allowing my purpose to come to me, you know, sending the message out to the universe or whatever it is, or or just putting that thought, planting the seed, putting the thought in your mind, whether if you're a guy, you don't need to send out to the universe if you don't want to, um, if you're not spiritual, you can just have that thought of like, you know what? Like, I really want to come across my purpose. Great. Perfect. Love it. Amazing. 
just plant that seed, let it go and let it just come to you. Let it come to you. Let it be, let it be, let yourself be open and let it come to you in the most bizarre way at the bizarre time at the worst timing and be okay with that. Like I always have my most creative workflows, best ideas at the worst fucking timing. Like we're talking 1am at nighttime or like when work's really fucking busy during the week or when I'm sick or like when there's, you know, fucking shit going on. I don't know, whatever it is, it'll often come at the worst timing. And so what I've done to try and like reduce that a little bit is just to create more space in my calendar as much as possible. So for example, we've had a really busy work week this week. Queen Alchemy wrapped up. A few of the Queen Alchemy girls wanted to jam in some one-on-one. So I was jamming them into my calendar this week. We had, I hired my new PA. Her first week was this week. So she was at the house every day. We're getting house stuff done, painting, new cleaner here, like all the fucking things going on, you know, and we're also just trying to settle. And like, if you have ever tried to move into an apartment, whether it's yours or whether it's not yours or a house, it doesn't matter. It takes like, Honestly, it takes about a year to feel settled is the reality. Like it takes a year to find your groove to no longer be like, shit, I didn't realize I don't have XYZ supplies. It takes a year. I'm even looking right here when my fucking lamps have got no light bulb in it. Like that's probably going to sit there for three months until a light bulb goes into it. You know, that it takes a really long time to feel settled. Um, and so we've had a lot of shit going on. I don't know where I was going on that tangent. Anyway, point being is that because I've had a busy week, this weekend and next week, I've literally blocked. Okay, well, this weekend we're going to a wedding, but you know, it's chill, it's out on the farm. So I know that being out there, I'm going to have chill time. I'm going to have time to just lay in the sun, to sit in the grass, to have space in my mind, my energy, my body, my soul, even just physically have space um, from like stimulation, from work, all that stuff, my office, blah, blah, blah. And then next week is a bit more of a chill week because Queen Alchemy's finished. That's always like, there's always a lot more work when I have got Queen Alchemy. And, um, and that is great because then next week I've also carved out time to write sections of my book that need to be rewritten to just literally spend time being outside and allowing thoughts to come to me, to get into a creative flow, to listen to music, to just do the things that allow me to stay in my creativity. And what's funny is that often when we are, when we are trying to get creativity or when we are trying to get ideas, we think that the best thing to do is sit down and have like an intense brainstorming session. And whilst yes, that actually can be really good. If you are already feeling drained by life, going into that, you are going into that with a drained mind. You're not going to brainstorm anything of value from that. But if you go into a brainstorming session after having a weekend of space, of having some creative, you know, creative things come into your life, whether it's traveling or music or shopping, whatever it is, having some creative things come into your life, I guarantee you that you're going to go into that brainstorming session feeling full in your mind, full in your energy, full in your vibration. And therefore, you're going to be able to think of better ideas and have a better brainstorming session. Now, don't have a brainstorming session for your purpose. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you needed a brainstorming session for like work, for example, or for, I don't know, whatever, that is going to be a much more um, productive brainstorming session if you are doing it from a full headspace as, and as in like a good full, like creatively full versus creatively depleted. And when there's a lot of things going on and there's a lack of space in your calendar, you are going to be creatively depleted and that's not going to result in the best results for you or for the business or for whatever it is. Okay. So let's stop trying to find 
our purpose. Let's stop smothering ourselves. Let's stop smothering money, relationships, dating, your body, food, business. Like stop fucking smothering things. I don't think anything comes comes anything good comes out of smothering like true smothering like jokingly smothering your boyfriend or your girlfriend that's not actually smothering that's just fucking loving them actually smothering someone it's too much it's too much and you know what happens like if someone starts smothering you what do you want to do you're like get the fuck off me you want to push them away so if you are smothering money or ideas or dating situations what the fuck do you think is going to happen they're going to be like, get the fuck away from me. Your purpose is going to be like, get the fuck away from me. Money is going to be like, get the fuck away. And it's going to run the other direction. It's going to go avoid it because you are going anxious. It's going to go avoid it. So even with like um, attachment, I need a sip of water. Hold on. Love it. Okay. I feel like when I have a sip of water, I'll give you guys a bit of a break too because I'm just like talking so much. Um, okay. So even when it comes to like understanding, oh, um, just – need to turn that off. You guys can stay here. Hold on a second. Take a breather. All right, quit. Great. So even when it comes to like understanding attachment styles, what can happen, and I'm not going to go too into this, but um, when you are going anxious, it can cause the other person to go avoidant, even if they're not typically an avoidant person. So money could be feel really stable for you. And then all of a sudden you could get really anxious with money and then the money could go avoidant because all it's doing is it's responding to your energy. It's not going to go anxious on anxious. It's going to go anxious on avoidant. Opposites, right? And opposites attract isn't, um, is that what I'm saying about right now? Because you can have anxious that it gets attracted to avoid it. That's fucking a trauma bond. You don't have a trauma bond with money or with, um, well, actually you can, Jesus Christ. Okay. I don't want to get too into this. You can have a trauma bond with money, but that's, that's an episode for another time. But, um, what I'm saying is that if you are anxiously smothering money or your purpose or trying to find your purpose or different business ideas, or you're smothering your new boss, all that's going to happen is that, that, other thing, the money, the purpose, whatever, it's going to go, please get the fuck off me. So nothing good is going to happen from that. Okay. So let's reduce that scarcity around purpose because if you want to become aware of what your purpose is, it's not going to happen if you are all over it all the time. So moral of the story of what I'm saying is that we really want to be creating space in our life and in our mind and physical space as well as mental and emotional space so that the purpose can come through. So stop trying to think about how can I find my purpose, but rather how can I create space to let my purpose come to me? That's really what you want to be thinking about. Okay. All right. Let me go to the other thing as well. Um, someone said, yeah. So how to walk, how to work towards a dream career without knowing what to pursue. I think what's really important to understand firstly is like, we can really limit ourselves with what's possible in terms of our career and our job. Like when I was at school, I went to the school where in grade 12, I was given a, fucking piece of paper and with a list of jobs to choose from. Well, safe to say my job was not on that on that list. Um, I went to that school, like very put, like being put in a box, not the vibe. My kids will not be going to that school. It's for sure. Um, anyway, point being is what can happen then is that when we're thinking about our dream career, we think very, very limited thoughts. We think in a very limited way. The reason why is because 
you don't know half of what is out there. You're only knowing what you have been exposed to. So for example, you know, my job exists because you listen to my podcast. You know, I don't know half the fucking like engineer jobs that exist because I'm not in that realm. I don't get it. I don't think I have any friends that are engineers. Um, And if I do, I maybe understand their job. Maybe. I mean, I don't even understand half the corporate jobs anyway. So point being is that you're actually really only aware of the jobs that you have been made aware of. And even then you're often aware of like, you know, like, oh, like the job description and like what the title is, but you're not really aware of what it entails until you're in the job. So it can kind of feel hard of like, how do I even know what my dream career is? Because I don't even know what is out there for me. And this is where you want to stop focusing and thinking about like, what is it that I want to do? But rather, how do I want to feel about my job? Because at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure most of you want to feel excited and lit up and, well, for a woman and a man, turned on. We all want to be fucking turned on by our job. We want to feel ignited. We want to feel passionate. We want to feel like we love our job where we want to work until 10 or 11 p.m. at night. We want to work on the weekends because we are so in flow and so in love with our job, right? We want to feel challenged. We want to feel like we're growing. That's what a lot of us want. Well, not everybody, but you know, a lot of you probably want that you know, job. It's okay to also be like, I just want a job where I don't have to think. I can go in, I can make money, I've got my purpose doing that, and then I get to come home and turn off. That's great. Maybe you know that with your job, you want something that's easy where, you know, you can drop the kids off to school, for example, and you can go and do this job for four hours and you've, you know, you've made some money and you've done something that really like ignites your soul or just gives you a bit of purpose or you get a sense of community and then you go home and look after your kids or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. It's you are no, like no one is better than the other person based on their fucking job. Like we're all in the same playing field. All I want is people to feel like this is the job that I want. And that comes down to a, if you, if that comes down to like you focusing on a feeling. So instead of focusing on what, is my dream job, can you focus on how do I want to be feeling in my dream career? So maybe for example, like I always thought for myself or like just to paint a picture, I always was like, I want to be able to make dinner for my kids at 6 p.m. I want to be able to pick them up from school. I want to be able to wake up at a reasonable time. I want to be fucking ignited by my job. I want to be able to wear fucking sexy outfits. Definitely nail that one. Um, I want to be able to speak. I want to be able to be on stage. I want to be able to help people. I want to um, have a sexy office. I want to be a part of, I want to be leading a team. I, want, I always was like, I want to be a CEO. Um, I always wanted to be doing my own thing, whatever it is. I can keep going on and on. And so I didn't know what my job was going to be when I was, you know, 18, coming out of school, going to uni, but university that is for any, for any people that are not Aussie and don't know what my abbreviations are. Uni is university. Avo is not Avo, it's avocado. The amount of people that think that when I say this Avo, they're like, what, what is the Savo? And I'm like, it's this Avo. And like, what's Avo? You mean avocado? I'm like, no, Avo, A-R-V-O, A-R-V-O, afternoon. Anyway, hilarious. So you know, when I was, when I was in grade uh, 12, finishing school, I didn't know that this job was even a possibility for me. I had no concept of it, but I knew how I wanted to feel in my career. 
And so even when it's come to building my business and building my career and building my life around and building my business around my life, I'm always doing it with knowing what I want in mind. And that's a really important thing for us to all know because it definitely does help with um, being able to curate the quote-unquote life of your dreams, right? If you are, um, you know, juggling business and motherhood or you know that you want to be a mother sometime in your future and you want to be able to have an amazing relationship or, or, you know, maintain your beautiful – like your amazing friends and go traveling, whatever – like if you don't have if you don't know what it is that you want your life to look like you can't work backwards so i know for example that when we have kids i don't want to feel like i am being pulled in two directions all the time i need to set my business up so that by that point the, like the biz, business does not mean need me on Instagram every day in order to continue to grow an income. Now that's a hard fucking thing, especially when I've built my business with it being literally built on me. Like if I don't show up, people aren't going to buy. And then that's a really hard thing, obviously when you're going into motherhood. And so, but being aware of that means that I've got, you know, a few years up my belt so we can work backwards to ensure that that is done by that time. I know, for example, that I want to be able to go out on date nights or go out for lunch in the middle of the day sometimes, obviously not all the time because I have clients and whatnot. So how can I build my business in a way that can support me? How can I build my business in a way that allows me to go traveling when I want to go traveling and still work? Okay, let's build the business in a way that supports me. Like even, for example, something that we've recently changed, I'm just going on a tangent or whatever, even for example, something that we've recently changed is, um, is usually I don't start my clients till midday. I like a long morning and living in New York, you know, you go to bed so fucking late cause that's just New York and you wake up late and it takes so long to get everything done in the morning. And so by the time I would work out, make breakfast, have a little tidy up, get dressed, do my hair, walk the dogs, run any errands in the morning, like dropping off dry cleaning or picking up groceries, whatever it was doing all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, it would be a stretch sometimes to even get myself to my desk by 1130, let, like, let, let alone 11 or 10, because it's just a different lifestyle compared to living in Atlanta where I'm not going to bed as late, although this week I have, have been, I'm not going to bed as late and I wake up earlier and it's not as stressful and I'm not losing so much time because it's not, it's not that New York minute, you know, um, and everything's just a bit easier and it's a lot faster to do things here than it is in New York. So, and, and the most important thing is, you know, now that um, I'm traveling to Europe so much, the time difference means that if I have these calls booked really late in the afternoon and evening, it's like 10 p.m., 11 p.m. when I'm taking calls in Europe, and that is not good for me, my health, my sleep, X, Y, and Z. So what we've done even to, you know, because we're working backwards, is we know, okay, well, for the next for the next round of Queen Alchemy, for example, I'm going to be in Europe for some of it because I'll be skiing what's the time zone there? Cool. Can we pull some of the additional, like the mini, the additional mini trauma calls much earlier in the day, like 10 AM, where if I was in Atlanta, I could make a 10 AM work hundred percent. And if I was in Europe, 10 AM would be much better than a 4 PM, which is 10 PM there. So just, you know, the more that you allow yourself to learn and reflect from your day-to-day life and what you want and how you want to feel, the easier it's going to feel to curate the life that you want to be living um, and uh, the, a life that feels wholesome and nourishing um, and not a life that feels depleting and like 
the like your days are bossing you around. You're the one bossing your days around. Your days aren't bossing you around, if that makes sense. That's hopefully we all pick up what I'm trying to say with that. So that is kind of my two cents on finding your purpose, finding your dream career, and just building a life that allows you to feel the way that you want to feel day to day. That's my answer for you guys. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure that you are following me on Instagram so that you don't miss out on things that I'm bringing. We have so many more exciting things coming to the table. Things are growing, things are changing, things are expanding. And I'm excited to keep sharing with them with you guys. I know you guys kind of want like a bit of a business update. I feel like I need to do a new like about me episode as well. So those those will definitely be coming. But please make sure that you are on the wait list for the event because you will not want to be missing that. And then in terms of um, also, I know that some of you are bummed that you didn't join the live call for the Feminine Female Breadwinner Masterclass. That is now available for you to get the replay. We've split it up. So it's a program. Um, So when you open it up in Kajabi, you'll have different little modules. So it's broken down and you can then jump to where you need to. It's also really good then for when you want to go back and rewatch little sections. You're not trying to like, you know, fast forward through a two hour masterclass. You can just jump to where you need to go. So please make sure that you are on the wait list for the event. You do not want to miss this. And there is no, like, I'm not having any leniency with like, if you're not on the wait list, too fucking bad. I'm not going to be lenient with that because I'm giving you guys a lot of warning and I'm posting about it all the time on my Instagram stories. So you need to be on the wait list, please, please, please. Cause it makes it very hard when people are asking to, for me to be lenient towards them. It's a hard no on this one. Um, and the tickets are going to be out for sale. Note this date down. The tickets are going out for sale on October 17th to November 11th and not a day later. So if you do not get it in that time, they will be closed until further notice in 2023. So it's really, and, and the next time they open, it will be full price. That, that $1,000 off will not be valid anymore. So if you want to get $1,000 off and get that pre-sale ticket, you have it from October 17th to November 11th, and then they will be closed and you will not be able to buy them in between. And then I will open them up sometime again in 2023 before the event, if it hasn't sold out by that time. And it definitely sold out because there's already a shitload of you on the wait list so i'm gonna leave it there everybody make sure you're following me on instagram don't forget to read the latest issue of unedited and also if you haven't checked out i've linked below some of my favorite products um brands have reached out to me and given me discount code which is fucking amazing i'm like vibes i'm not an influencer but i will take them so uh the links for those are below and the discount code is well as well